Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, Ryan Tannehill from the Dolphins here. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offred all. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Opremian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Tom Vigorito. Don Nottingham. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kurzam from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphin football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now here's your host, Pat Catello. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, joined alongside Rich Van Zandt as we broadcast live from the new home of Miami Mike's at the Garden Plaza Hotel. So we got a lot to talk to you about today as the Miami Dolphins continue their uh, six-game winning streak now and have uh, solidified themselves as, as one of the, uh, I, I would say, one of the teams to be taken seriously in the NFL. And uh, they uh, obviously returned from a long West Coast trip where they had two, two road wins, and then they come home to take on the 49ers, and, uh, and, and they continue their streak there. So, obviously, there's a lot of anticipation and excitement down in the Miami area, and uh, the Miami Dolphins seem like a totally different team than they did uh, at the end of last year and at the beginning of this year. So, uh, we'll get into all of that. So, without further ado, let me welcome in my co-host, Rich Van Zandt. Rich, I told you last week and a couple of weeks ago, I, I thought that this team was, you know, had different swagger. It, it, it took on a different complexion. Basically, I thought it took in the corner. I don't think there's any doubt of that. This is a different team right now. When you learn how to win games, especially when you're winning games that you should have lost. Well, again, this is another game they would have lost last year. Would have lost, exactly. You know, Kaepernick would have ran into the end zone yeah, last year. Would've. It would have been two weeks in a row that we'd lost games in the last yes. few minutes. Now, did we close out the game like we wanted to? No. There's still issues, you yes. know. But, you know, look, like I said, these are games the last few years we would 100% would have lost these last two. Yes, I right? agree, and that's why I say this team does seem like it's a different team. It, it is a different team. I've been yeah. watching football long enough to know this yeah. is an entirely different team. They've learned how to learned how to win now, and I think that this is just going to, uh, you know, it, it's going to translate. Like, there's been problems with this offensive line. I mean, the last two weeks we've had three starters out, basically, you know. Which I think would almost emphasize how much better this team is. Yeah. Because we originally put Because if we had the same replacements we did in the beginning of the year, we don't win these two games. If we're, if Dallas Thomas and Billy Turner are the replacements, we're losing these games. So let me ask you this thing. So we originally said that the turning point and the major change of this team was because the offensive line was finally healthy. And well, yeah, and you saw team. that with the way, you know, Ajayi was running. You know? Right. But then that completely went out the window again to the point where we have three guys missing. and they Three guys missing, but Ajayi hasn't been as dominant for no, us as the, he was. But the title of protection has been. Yes. Which is a little baffling. What's a little the weird. There? Because it's well, him. It's been, it's isn't it easier to pass block than it is to, to run block? He's the most hit guy in the NFL for the last four years. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. know. Something's changed. Yeah. Something has entirely changed there. And Could be getting rid of the ball quicker, too. You know, maybe he's finally doing that. You know, he's a different quarterback with Gaze as, you know, his mentor. You know, he didn't look like it. The first five games, I wasn't convinced, but you've seen it since then. This kid has shown now that yeah. not only is he, I think, solidified himself that he can be a franchise quarterback. I think that he's solidified himself as the third best quarterback in that draft. He doesn't, he doesn't get the credit he deserves. He really doesn't. He really doesn't. He really doesn't. He's been playing extremely well. He's made some tight game-winning passes, two yep. fourth-quarter comebacks in a row, and then and now, you know, he, even in this game, he made some shoestring catch, uh, passes, and, and he hasn't really made the mistake Not in the last five, six weeks. That's the big part. And, and, and that's huge. I mean, when you – This offense hasn't turned the ball over at all. And, and, and when, you, uh, when you have that, you know, it's, it's basically uh, – you know, it, it gives your team confidence to do what they can do. And there's been, you know, there's been injuries here and there, and there's been, uh, you know, um, I guess uh, replacements at different positions and stuff. But it, it, it hasn't shown that it, it's going to hurt the team. In fact, it's shown that other people are stepping up. That's what I see anyway. 
Anyway. There's no questions. I mean, you know, really, other than the offensive line being hurt, we really haven't been hit with the injury bug that badly. No, other than Jones, you know. Let's, let's dive right into that. There's been some injuries in this game, and, and obviously you have three offensive lines. We don't know what their status is, but Tunzel is a good I think he was going to be close to playing, so I would think he's back next week. Albert wanted to come back, but I, I think they held him out. I think he could come back next week also. I don't know about Pouncey. Pouncey's the mystery. They sent him to a specialist who really haven't heard anything about the hip. Pouncey started to concern me that maybe something is a lot worse than we think. Yeah, and, and, you know, this might be the kind of thing that turns out to be devastating, you know. Yeah. Um, but now you have Devontae Parker has a back injury, which we don't know how. He left the game is. with a brace yesterday, and the first reports was it was a lot worse than we thought, and then the Dolphins were downplaying it and it wasn't that bad. So I don't know where it stands. And then you also have uh, – I think you can kind of read between the lines. Mario Williams went out with another illness again. Now, Kenny Stokes had the illness the week before. What's with the illnesses? During the, you know, what's going on there? Is it dehydration? Is it some of well, That was a little yeah, bit Yeah, that, that, that I couldn't explain to you. But, you know, <laughs> you really think Mario Williams has been an entity this year? Has he what? Has he really been a force this year? I mean, I think he's been pretty invisible. No, I don't think he's been invisible. I mean, he's one of your starting defensive ends. I think that, you know, you can't judge the sacks, uh, the lack of sacks. Lack of sacks, lack of doing anything. No, I mean, he's really not even on tackles. He's containing pretty well, and I, I think that he still has a pass rush there. Yeah, I'll give you, I don't think he's anywhere near. Was he at one sack? There. Yeah, again, I don't know, like, the, the, the sacks are, are certainly low. Yeah, he has nothing to do, but I'm saying, like, you don't even know what he's playing. You have to look for him. He doesn't really. He's not in on tackles. He's really not doing anything. Yeah, he's a big disappointment. I don't think he's as big as you're making it out. I, I think he could have been a lot better, but because you know, it, it, but I still think he's doing things on there that when he's out, you, you may notice. But I, I thought that Jones came in and, and fulfilled that spot pretty nicely. You know, then he got suspended. And he got suspended now. Yeah. So you know, there's a little bit of concern there. The guy who stepped up. Is Kiko Alonso. He is playing much better at that middle linebacker spot. And the thing why I defend him more than you do is because I don't think he's got a lot of gaps. But he doesn't have those outside linbackers supporting him. I mean, listen, Kiko Alonso is who he is. I mean, he got got faked out so bad on that one touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I think that, you know, it's basically, you know, the. uh, I, I think it's basically that he's, he's got to fill in for, for different, you know, spots and, and, and things like that. Um, you know, and so it makes him look exposed more, you know? Yeah, I guess so, but there's – look, I'm not a big Kiko Alonso fan. I'm going to tell no, you that right I, now. I know you're not. You know, I think he's he, he's late to the he's late to the dance a lot more than he's there on time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and of course, you know, um, of course, we're broadcasting live uh, from the new home of Miami Mike, the Garden Plaza, and and after the break, of course, we're going to have Miami Mike come on for his uh, normal segment on our show, so he may have some some new insight on what we're talking about now, as far as Kiku Alonso is concerned. But I, I think that Kiku Alonso, you know, is, is a better player than you're giving him credit for, and Maxwell has been playing much better too, which is making that trade, and you've seen the articles and stuff on it, uh, you know, it's making that trade seem a lot better, and of course with Tunzel, you know, playing as well as, you know, as he was before he got hurt. We still didn't get enough for the trade. These guys were going to be released from Philadelphia. You know, you, you should have got a first-round pickback, a future first-round pickback for that trade. But what seemed like it might have been an abomination now with the way yeah, I mean, I don't think Maxwell's any great shakes either. I mean, you know, he got away with a pass interference call yesterday, you know, on a big play that they would have had the ball on first and goal. You know, he grabbed the guy before, you know, before the, it was a third down play and they settled for a field goal. And that would have been first and goal from the one. You know, he got away with that. It was a typical hold. I mean, he's still Maxwell. I mean, he's he's not, you know, he didn't turn into Deion Sanders over the last month. No, I'm not saying that, but I think he's been playing. He's your best corner. I, I think that's pretty clear. He's your best corner. The best receiver is always on him. And he stepped up his game. I've seen him step up his game on Antonio Brown. That's when it started. In that Pittsburgh game, he was playing more bump and run. Yeah, and no, I, I got you with that. But, you know, again, he's a, you know yeah. I'm not making this guy out to be, you know, what he's getting paid, cornerback. Yeah. yeah, I'm just saying that those two guys have been playing much better, so it makes that trade uh, a little bit more leveled out. I know they could have gotten more. We both know the ramifications of that and how those guys were going to be released. Yeah. Me and you 
understand that. I, I do. But I'm just saying at least now they're least starting to perform better, so it doesn't seem yeah, like it's a not a total. Well, he was benched in the beginning of the year. Yeah. That's how bad Max right. was. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah, giant, I got you that. Right? Yeah, I know. So, yeah. Um, you know, that's all I'm saying about that. And, and I think that that has translated. But you listen, as I'm saying all this, let's not forget that Miami Dolphins defense put up 425 yards. Oh, we yeah. Really we're not good in this game. And it's not like we played, you know, we didn't play the 49ers with Joe Montana no, and Jerry Rice. No, it, it was, uh, you know, a very – it was a lackluster effort by the defense yeah. at best. I'll put it to you that way. I yeah. was not very impressed by the way that that all, you know, shook out. We were two yards away from being a debacle overtime thing going on. Yeah, and, and you know, so there are definitely things that I'm not crazy about. I, I mean, we're going to nitpick it and as we get into the next time. I don't think Gar's been playing very well. I think his punts have been terrible. Not terrible, but I don't think he's been anywhere near the standards that he has put up in recent times. And luckily, it hasn't really come back to bite us as hard as it could have. No. Right? I, I would say that. No, when he had the short field and stuff, he's really been bad. You know, he's like he's like basically giving the ball on the twenty five yard line. You know, he's not getting the ball inside the ten like he should. Yeah. You know. Um, I I think that uh, you know, when you when you start playing better teams, that's going to be amplified a lot more. If you look at the Dolphins, I mean, the one game that stands out that they they should have they should have lost is that Titans game. That's still a little bizarre. And yet after their worst loss, they out. And then after their worst loss, they go on this winning streak. So. You know, maybe that was addressed, and that's a big reason why. Uh, but this team seems like, you know, it's being the teams that it should be. It's going to be interesting to see. You know, next week is going to be the main time. Mean, oh, this is a, a huge hard, test. Hard game, you know? Huge test. Going up into Baltimore, who's playing very well. It's going to be really interesting to see what they're going to be able to do there, you know. Um, but it, it, it starts with that offensive line, you know. So if we can get some more help on that line, I think it will translate there. But that's another team that's got some very strong front four players there. Agreed? No question about it. You know, that's why we need some offensive linemen back. We need one back, yeah. if not two. Yeah. Um, you got to be able to run against this team. And I don't think they, you know, with our offensive line the way it is now, I don't think you're going to be able to run on Baltimore. And I was not really too happy with the way they ran the ball on San Francisco, but no. I think it was a couple factors. First of all, I think that field was in bad shape. Why was that field in such bad shape? Because they played a game on it the day before. And so what, what does that mean? It got chewed up. It's it's natural grass. So. But, but it wasn't just chewed up. There was divots popping out. Like when you well, that happens. They probably just resodded it. I could. I don't know when they did it. Well, it could have been resodded for, you know, for the college game last week or whatever, you know. And we were away for a while, so they could have resodded it. I know they're going to resod it again for the Orange Bowl, probably. Yeah. You know? I, I was a little surprised by that, because I figured them being away for that long. Um, like I said, there was a game yesterday, the day before, though. That was, that was That's the issue. You know, it got chewed up by the college games. And who else knows? There could have been high school games played on it, too. We don't know. There could have been, like, those state championship games done on it. And how much do you think that that affected the running game? I, I mean, it seemed like it affected Kaepernick when he was taken off in the beginning of the game quite a bit. Um, so uh, does that have an effect on the offensive line and then the Jai? Maybe a little bit. Uh, but Maybe a little, but I don't think that much. I think once you adjust, once you get the right spikes and everything, you should be okay. They didn't seem like they had that same pop, you know, from the running game that they've had. Um, you know, even Damian Williams, you know, coming in. Well, they're doing a little bit too much with the delayed handoffs again, too. Yeah. Where he was getting hit behind the line of scrimmage before he really got to the point of attack. And that means the offensive line's not doing their job. If they're, if they're getting that early penetration, they're hitting you in the backfield, the offensive line's not doing, you know, doing a good job run blocking. You know, the strength was uh, implemented more in this game than he has been. And more than Williams a little bit. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I think I think Williams is more becoming the specialist now when it gets to goal in situations and pass situations, right? And Drake yeah, seems like he's the guy that they're going to give a spell to to uh, a Jai, right? Because it's a very similar kind of running backs, uh, you know, the, yeah, the physical much so. and you things know, like that. I mean, I, it's hard to judge because it seems week to week it's different. Dante Carew, first touchdown pass in the NFL. It yeah. was nice to see him get in there. Of course, the it was from Parker's injury. Park he hurt. got in there. But yeah, Parker's great, best two catches he had yesterday were both overturned. Yeah. Yeah, which we knew they were. They were really good catches. He just happened to, you know, land yeah. out of bounds on both of them. 
Um, once again, I have to say, Tim Stills, once again, this guy just always gets open in the key spot. Well, you know who called that touchdown? I saw him waving the Tannehill before that. Yeah, if you look at him, he, he, was, he, he liked the matchup, I guess. He was waving the Tannehill saying, you know, get me in the ball. This guy can't cover me. Right, right. Kind of reminded me of yeah. uh, a fryer in, yeah. in that uh, yeah. big spike in the game. game. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he waved it like, you know, look at this matchup I got here. And he was obviously correct. Yeah, I you know that's a guy who has really given a lot of juice and and, and uh, big play capability to yep. this to this wide receiver. He had, had a lot of nice long passes yesterday. He's, uh, yeah, all year yeah. he's really kicked that up a notch. Yeah. Jarvis Landry hasn't quite been as explosive as he was a few oh, weeks ago. When he anointed himself the best receiver in the NFL, he's kind of been downhill since. You know, let me just say this. I, I, I don't need the celebration after every third and fourth first down. It's driving me it's crazy. It's getting me a little nutty, too. I Especially because you, you haven't played well in, in basically a month. Right? He hasn't had a 100-yard game no. over a month. I know. Right? Yeah. And he's acting like more and more of a tool every week. Uh, I know. You know? And, and, and as I said, I don't need to have uh, – Yeah, I mean, you got to spin the ball every time you get an eight-yard reception. I mean, no, you know? it's really starting to bother me. I mean, yeah. I'm getting to the point now where – And, he, know, and he's got to talk, too. It's not just spinning the ball. He's got to get into the defensive place. He's got to get into the sidelines, the opposing sidelines face. We're talking yeah. between third and six. Yes. He's got to do. He's doing the dance. He's doing this. It's got to stop. I don't like it. I know that he, you know, he, he emulates Beckham in a lot of ways, but uh, you know, I, I start playing like that. You know, start getting some more of those celebration dance when you get there. But you know, uh, it, it's a little. Act crazy. like you've been there before. You know. Yeah. Without a doubt. All right, we're going to take our quick break, and uh, as we mentioned before, we're broadcasting live from the new home of Miami Mike's at the Garden Plaza Hotel in Saddlebrook, New Jersey. And Miami Mike will be joining us uh, for his segment uh, uh, right after the break, and we'll see uh, what kind of uh, insight he has because I'm sure he's pretty excited. He usually has a positive play, especially when you got six in a row, right? So that's, that's something we didn't quite expect. We'll be right back after this. Second and nine and throwing sideline, and he has the record. Irving Flyer on the catch. San Marino has now thrown to more yards than anyone else in the history of the National Football League. Hey, this is Dan Marino. You're listening to the Pagatella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by... Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Catello.
Alongside Rich Van Zandt as we broadcast live from the new home of Miami Mike's at the Garden Plaza Hotel, Saddlebrook, New Jersey. And of course, uh, in our normal segment, we have Miami Mike joining us uh, as we uh, recap the Miami Dolphins' six victory in a row at uh, 31-24 over the San Francisco 49ers. And for uh, everybody following us on iTunes and subscribing, we want to thank you there as our uh, uh, numbers have increased uh, quite a bit. And uh, obviously, the Miami Dolphins are now the new talk of the league. So without further ado, let me welcome Miami. Yeah, we, they got to kind of really screw us up. 
Imagine if we had a tie. Yeah, I, I've never had a tie help us. No, tie usually doesn't. No. Yeah. There's never been a team with a tie that hasn't won the tiebreaker. Yeah. So I don't uh, want a tie. I don't want to go to bed and I'll be in the sixth spot. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree. When I, when I had the upright, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Well, you look at the Denver fans. They thought it was. They thought it was, you know. Yeah. 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 I think that showed the tiebreakers that we have over those other teams. Now, here's my question to both of you guys, okay? Now, you say all the time that you don't think the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl, and I'll throw it at you again. You don't, right? No. Okay. Now, the problem I have with the way this is all laying out, if the Dolphins are a serious team and you start looking at playoff things, and I know you don't, but me and you do. I mean, you know, now, I have a problem with last night's team, and here's why. Who's going to beat the Patriots? I mean, look at the teams that are in this. Are the Raiders going to beat the Patriots? I don't see it. Now, this, now, if Denver, one of those teams has to disappear. And now Denver losing, Denver's the only team that you could see getting on a run and really being able to do something there. But now Kansas City winning, that means uh, what's going to happen there? Is Denver going to go out? And now the Ravens are the other team that you see. Maybe they, and we play them next week. So it, it's not a problem. Yeah. The Ravens and the Dolphins still be playing in the first round. So it's sort of a playoff wild card preview. So now we play them. Yeah, so this Sunday, obviously, is going to be a game that has a lot of ramifications. You know what I feel? The only team that can be the big yes. is the team from their own division in the playoffs. Because, because we know them and they know us. Whether it's the Bills, the Dolphins, the Jets, and any playoff game, a division game in the playoff is tougher to win from the favorite because each team knows each other well and you play each other twice a year. So going into the playoffs, I don't think that if the Dolphins do make it, I don't think the Patriots want to play the Dolphins just because of how much they know each other. You know, look, they squeak by the Jets, right? Jets are one of the worst teams in football. I love Now, look, listen, listen, I'll well, just tell you right now, Gronkowski – He's one hit away from being out for a year. Yeah, he's hurting. He's, hurt. he's, hurt. he's a mess. They're not the same team without him. You, know, you, you saw them squeak by with the Jets. You can tell me division all you want. The Jets are bad. We play them well. We play them the last game of the year. And then we would play them, I guess, you know, have to win a playoff game to then get up there. Yeah. That's, 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 a, that's a crazy scenario. Hope we don't have the mortgage on this one. I don't know. I got a ball picked Yeah, you're way ahead of yourself there. Now we're winning a playoff game around New England. Let's go to Foxborough. They almost moved our game that class against the Ravens. They almost flexed it. I heard they were supposed to move to 4 o'clock game. Oh. The Canadian NFL announced that they will be keeping it at 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock. Oh, okay. They were going to be flexed to 4 <laughs> that would screw up a lot of people that are, that are driving down there. Yeah. That would screw up a lot of people. Yeah. Well, the only good part about a four o'clock game, if you're coming home, if you live in the Northeast like we do and you're going down there, it's a lot better to be driving at night with less traffic than leaving at four o'clock, right? Okay. You know, yeah. you'd be sitting in traffic a lot longer. There's always traffic yeah. sleeping on uh, yeah. Sundays, no matter where you go. Yeah. Just real fast. Uh, yeah. Can I just throw one thing yeah. out there real quick? What do you got, Mike? What got We're here uh, in Saddlebrook at the Garden Plaza Hotel. Uh, tonight and tomorrow, Miami Mike is trying to get this opened up with this Saturday night's college football Penn State game and Sunday's Dolphin game. So I have a lot of work to do tonight and tomorrow. Uh just follow us on Facebook right now and stay tuned uh, for all the uh, information for this weekend here. It's easy access. This is the bar behind me. There's rooms all around. So you guys finish your show. I just want to say thanks for your time. Let me ask you this. Right, so uh, um, the Dolphin fan base that you have, and you're always around a lot of people on Sundays and stuff, what, what's the general feeling that you're getting from them? I mean, there must be a lot of excitement, right, from the, yeah, the normal guys. Who are, so what do you, give us some insight on that. Well, you know, we're all believing right now. We're believers. We're believing for Tannehill's performance. The fans are excited to see the defense stepping up. You give up 24 points in the NFL, that's no big thing. That's nobody's fault. That's just the way of the game. They're making plays on the field. Uh, Tannehill and the offense are making great plays. So, uh, Ajay's running. You know, they have concerns about the injuries, but they're very excited. 
to be able to pick up his playoffs. Did he feel like he's turned the corner now? I mean, you know, it's hard to be a Dolphin fan in the last few years, you know? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. They, they, they're feeling the love. But now, you know. But they're still candidates. They're still alive. They're all tentative, you know. Six in a row. When are we going to lose is the question. Right, right. I mean, you know. Yeah. Then you lose the one game, and then you want to get rid of Tannehill. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. You know. I'm just curious. Five teams. Those are Dolphin fans. They're excited. But they're tentative. You know. Now you're in a six spot. More pressure's on you to win now. Yeah. Yeah, you want to stay there. Yeah, you're saying the Ravens won. I think that was the, the one, one win we had, you know? Yeah. 
But uh, Craig Camarillo. Seven wins right now with five to go. Yeah. Right? And I think we both agree you have to go three and two now if you yeah. to have a shot at this thing. And yeah. that's not even a gimme, but you have to go three and two to have a shot at this thing. Yeah. Right? And uh, and this game will tell us a lot because this is a game we're not going to be favored in. Right? We're not going to be favored in this game. And, oh, and you're on the road. Yeah. It's a very physical team. Well, the records are not the same as ours anyhow, isn't it? And, and, and they're, they're on top they of the They started off crappy, too. Or they're in first yeah. place. Yeah. They're in first place right now yeah. with Pittsburgh, you know, yeah. vying for that spot, you know? So it's a little strange and, uh, you know, um, I don't know. You know, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see if we can do what we've been basically doing, you know. Um, the injuries are starting to add up a little bit, which is a little concerning. Yeah, know? like I said, we need at least one, if not two, offensive linemen back, I believe, to run on this team. You know, they're very physical. They're, they're always well-disciplined. Would you have liked this game to be moved up to four? That has helped or hurt? It would be colder at four. I don't know. I don't know how that helps or hurts. I don't know. Probably the same kind of thing, right? Yeah. You know. Interesting to see. If I had to drive up 95 to the New Jersey Turnpike, I'd have wanted it for. But <laughs> since we're not doing that, it yeah. really doesn't matter to me. You know. Fair enough. All right, we'll take a uh, quick break. We'll be right back after this. This is Don Shula. Happy to be on the Pat Cotello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by. Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins legend show with your host, Pat Catello. Dolphins Legends Show. Pacatello joined alongside Rich Van Zandt as we broadcast live from Miami Mike's at the Garden Plaza Hotel. 
Saddlebrook, New Jersey. And, uh, of course, uh, follow us on uh, iTunes as you can uh, subscribe and get us delivered right onto your phone each week. Miami Dolphins uh, beat the San Francisco 49ers 31-24. Six-game winning streak now as they go up to Baltimore in what could be uh, major, major playoff ramifications now. Um, Just like Rich said, the thought of, of... being in the discussion and actually talking about playoff scenarios is is a little bit ridiculous. I mean, it, it's something that neither one yeah, of us. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you had to be in, in insane asylum. Anybody had predicted this one? We're already past you know, the win total that you expected you know, for the entire I, year I, today. So. After that Tennessee game, I mean, they looked like one of the worst teams I ever saw in my life. Yeah, I, I I'm shocked at the turnaround with it. You know, and. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, but again, just looking at it all laying out in the AFC, it, 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 it's a strange thing. I mean, obviously the New England Patriots have injuries, um, but, uh, you know, I not seeing the team that's going up to New England to beat them, uh, you know, in, in a playoff game. And uh, the teams that I think might have a shot are the ones that are going to be directly in line to keep keep us out of the playoffs. So uh, yeah. it's, it's going to be a tough ride. But I think at this point you just look one game at a time. But just from a but we dug ourselves too much of a hole in the division. Call. You know, you're not coming back to win the division at one four. Yeah, well, I think that yesterday was the nail. Get a shot. Yeah, yeah, if, they, if they lost it, you're a I know. I say you got a shot. Yeah, win more than the nail. Yeah, they'd have to go on a complete tangent, you know, for it to happen. It's not going to happen. They're, they're, they're going to win this division, and, and yeah, listen, they're the best team in, in the division right now. But I think the gap is closing a little bit, and I like to see that, you know. And again, like hey, look, said, you know, Brady's got a gimpy knee. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, that's not pretty. No, I mean, you see him limping around. Gorkowski, like I said, is one hit away from being out for the rest of the year. Let me ask you, and, and what did you see in that game? Uh, to me, I watched that game, and I seen them exposed again. And it's the one thing that is the formula to beat this team, and it has not changed. Not just hit Brady. Cash rush yeah. on Brady. Yeah, and boy, does that play differently. Totally. It's amazing how they play differently. I mean, look. Watching that game yesterday was, was like watching The Godfather to me. Yeah, you know how I know the, every line of the movie, and I know how it ends. I know. You know? I know. I know Fredo's still going to fumble for the gun and, you know, the old yeah, man's getting no, shot. I, I'm, I'm with you. You know? You know you're hoping, uh, I know Carlo's getting in the front seat yeah. and Clemens is choking. And, and you're hoping you know? makes a I'm with you. You know, you have that feeling throughout the year. The Jets have absolutely never, ever, ever oh, done anything to help the Miami Dolphins organization <laughs> in their history of their miserable existence. They, they did one thing. One thing. Yeah. They beat the Colts. <laughs> they beat the Colts. Yeah. That was it. Got a Shula. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And then it screwed them for 25 years. That's right. There's no doubt about it. I mean, that's what they did. That was their claim to fame to help us out. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, I just thought that watching that game and seeing how physical they were and putting that pressure on him, that, you know, that's the kind of teams that are going to, you know, compete you know, them. I'm reading the New York Post today, right? Okay. And I go to the page of the Jet game, right? Okay. There literally is a guy who looks like he's pushing 60, okay, in a tight Joe Klecko jersey. With his face painted with 73 on his cheek. And I'm thinking, like, what does this clown do all week? I mean, you're almost 60 years old. And you, you squeeze it into a shirt that don't fit. You're going to a game painted up like Bozo the Clown with jet colors, right? You're painting your face for it. This game? This jet team? This is a face painting event? I mean, you're almost 60 years old, pal. Like, what, what, is, what is going through the brain? He's warming up. He's on iTunes right now. Yeah. I mean, the outfits these people are wearing. 
I never understood that. Well, I know you want to be on TV, but you got to dress up like that, like it's a circus. It's a little bit ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. That's the new thing. And speaking of which, I think Miami Mike's hosting the Gorillas party. I think the Gorillas, the gorillas yeah. coming, right? Yeah. So they're gonna have. Yeah, we got the Gorillas party. Yeah. Somewhere around the Jets game, you could probably go on Miami Mike. Friday night of that Jets game, you're going to have the Gorilla Park. We never see our, our buddy pop and on TV anymore, though. Well, he's kind of replaced TV-wise there, and I think he's doing uh, another promotion, so he his radio show down there, and uh, yeah. he's still around. Though. But we haven't seen him on TV all in a long time, though. No, he's kind of been replaced. Yeah. He's kind of been replaced by the Gorillas, I think. The Gorillas kind of switched him out. Solo D will be DJing, so there you go. Papa Pump is out, so let's be a bit. Yes. So, uh, you know, as we were saying, I mean, when you when you look around at Adam Gase, you have to be impressed by the way that he's kind of taken the bull by the horns. I think what he's done yeah, is so, so far he's done a very good job, you know. You really got to give him credit, you know. You must look at one and four. He was the one who could. Yeah, one or four. This team could have turned the other he way. He was the guy that cut guys that probably yeah. didn't need to be saying, cut. I'm saying, you know, what, what, well, a couple of them need to be cut. Even Canada went to war. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They yep. went at it. So, you know, when you look at it like that, yeah. I mean, this guy is... But, they, you know, look, said, if he wasn't a good coach, he would have lost the team one or four. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and what he did was... It could have easily went seen, the other way. You hadn't seen Philbin do in four years. No, right? no, no. So you gotta like that. And when I saw him on Thanksgiving Day, ruining that offensive line, the Colts, yeah, <laughs> like, I, I you know, the offensive line, I'm like, wow, they just never go away, these guys. We never, you know. I didn't even know he was there until yeah. I seen him there. It's Sparrow still around, too. It's amazing how these guys get golden parachutes. It really is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean. Well, I, he's still getting paid a full head coaching salary plus an assistant coach salary. Right? So he's getting more money. Is that yeah. Right? Yes. Oh, yeah, because he got fired as a head coach. He's got. This year and next year, I think, still with that. Yeah. And then, yeah, he didn't take another head coaching gig, so his offensive line goes. So whatever offensive line it makes, it's like he makes that up. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a bad gig to have then, right? I never get that lucky. No. <laughs> Nobody's ever paid me for not doing something. <laughs> <laughs> no comment on that. <laughs> All right, so talk to me. What, what are you looking for in this Ravens game, and what's your feeling on it? You got a gut here? Like, really, you think they show up for this game? I think they show up for it. They may not win, though. I mean, this could be a hard-fought loss, you know? Yeah. You know, look, I mean, a gun to my head, I think they're losing this game. I think they're going to lose by, you know, you know, 10 to 14 points. What kind of game plan are you going into this game with? Physical? Running the ball at all costs? I don't think running the ball will cost is going to do it. I mean, I, I think you're going to have a hard time running it. I think you got to you got to capitalize on big plays. You can't turn the ball over. That's I think that's the major thing. You know, the old you got to strike when you can strike. I don't think you can play tentative. I think you have to like get up on this team and you know put them out quickly. If you're going to go, you know, if you're going to go, you know, score to score with them, you're going to lose. In one area of concern that probably wasn't an area of concern when we were one and four, but I think is now, is the special teams. I don't think Grant's been playing very Grant's well. Grant's been playing awful. Back there. Dar no, seems to be almost pulling, you know, pulling the thing over. I'm not really worried about Dar. He'll be fine. Uh, you know, Punter can have a bad game or two, but the, the fumble and stuff, once that gets in your brain, you know that doesn't get better. And he's kind of been pushed out a little bit, right? You've already seen it. A little bit, but Gage says he's going to stay with him. Well, no, not really, because he was back there in the end zone. The ball was kicked to Drake. You know what I mean? What about I'm more worried about concern with the punts. Well, the punts are going to be Landry and, and Grant. I mean, if you see Landry back there more, then you know what the issue is. Yeah, then you, you know, know that they're no, – yeah. no, But Gage says he's sticking with him. Yeah, well, I guess you got to back your player, you know. Yeah. I mean, he only has that one fumble, and he did have a touchdown. So, yeah. you know, I think that he's capable of it. But you're right, I see a guy who's something's in his head now. He doesn't yeah. seem like he has the same You know, Flacco could score quick on you. And that's what scares me. You know, I, I, those long passes, you know, pins yeah. back too. I, I, they have two very good tight ends. And if anything, uh, you know how we are against good tight ends, too. You know, this could really expose the secondary to defense. It's really, as good as yeah. things are, the defense is not really playing great. No, defense is not playing good at all. You know, the, like I said, we still have the linebacker and the – look, Jenkins is terrible. Jolly Jenkins is an awful, awful linebacker. And I thought this kid was going to be good two years ago. This kid, he's he's been playing as bad as you can play. 
the one uh, area concerned specifically, though, is, is that secondary. I mean, the, but you know, with Flacco being stationary, that might help you a little bit. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned with it because I see a lot of open gaps. You know, like you said, the tight end usually finds them, and, and they have some dangerous receivers. So, you know, almost no dummy. He's going to expose no. a lot of our weakness. He's probably watching these tapes right now, laughing. Oh, look, look what we can do here and yeah, there. Yeah, I know. You know. I'm concerned, too. This, yeah. You know, you bring up a really good point because if you look at it, okay, um, uh, you play Tomlin, okay, who's, you know, they do what they do. He's an excellent coach, right? Well, yeah. You know, we lost Watsonburg out of that game, too. Right. Don't forget that. But then you had, you, you had Rex Ryan, Todd Bowles, right? Yep. I mean, as, as far as coaching, I'm just saying, you yeah. know, they, I, I think you have probably the best coach that you're going to be up against in a long time. So it's going to be interesting to see what answers Harbaugh has, like you said, for this Miami Dolphins team that's been playing very good. Yeah. But you see weaknesses that can be exposed. And this is the All time. Right. Go to your head. You think we're winning this game? I, 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 I'm a little worried about this game, yeah. I'm a little that's worried. About, uh, <laughs> you're putting a gun to my head. Yeah, I'm a little bit worried. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I can see this being a letdown. I hope I'm wrong, but yeah, I do too. Uh, you know, um, uh, you know, this is going to be. And we're probably going to probably. I, we're probably. I would. I would guess we're seven point dogs in this game. That much, huh? I would think. But I'll tell you but right now. But for the same token, were you more worried about going out to Seattle when they had that game in their hands opening day? You know, I mean, that was can't get more electric than Seattle must have been opening day, right? So they can play. No, we're, we're actually we're running three and a half point They're dogs. They're a good road team. You hear me? Yeah. Three and a half points. They're a good road team, the Miami Dolphins. They are. They've, they've been one of the better road teams for the last few years. So I just gonna, don't like the matchups no, that like Baltimore has against us. That's that's my issue, you know. Yeah. So you know, all right. It'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. And uh, and of course, we'll be back next week while we uh, we'll broadcast from Miami Mike's, and we'll give you an update on uh, all the events that'll be taking place here. Be sure to join us on iTunes, subscribe to us, and. Uh, delivered right to your phone every Monday night and uh, check out Miami Mike's Facebook page and he's always got a lot of things going on if you want to see some video of the show thanks for joining us everybody took a look down a westbound road right away I made my choice headed out to my big two wheeler I was tired of my own boy took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power off 